Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. The Blast from Our Past Network. Hello and welcome back to Action Action. Uh, we have another special week. John is off. Uh, he's getting uh, we, finally, much, we, we finally got rid of him. Much needed rest. <laughs> he uh, he kind of went crazy with Succession, and uh, <laughs> now he's in the hospital. So <laughs> um, he'll be back next week. It'll be fine. Uh, but I am your host, James. Uh, and I am accompanied by the wonderful Dustin. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I like yeah. that. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I've been getting word that I've been putting you down too much. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't ask anyone to tell up, you that. Shut up, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are also joined by, uh, I guess this would qualify as... Fourth time, fourth time, fourth time, fourth yeah. time yeah, the pre-gaming. guest. We are accompanied by Nick from Nick's Flicks Fix. Hello, uh, av- available on Instagram and uh, <laughs> available to rent now on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, Nick. Thank you for having me again, the fourth time. Uh, I'm glad I have. Might be a new record. Pissed you guys off? It might be. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm. I know I'm a, a annoying guy to listen to. I talk about lots of movies, especially bad ones like The Expendables. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we're switching it up here on. today. We are. You know what? It's 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 definitely one thing when I hear, "Hey, we should get Nick on." I'm like. I can't stand listening to that guy. Why but I do want to talk about the Expendables. Why so don't we really get him on the it. show? It's that weird accent he has. It's that stupid fucking accent from across the pond that no one understands. Uh, yeah. yeah, like what is he? Is he's he? He's always eating Vegemite sandwiches on here. Shit. Is he British? Is he Australian? Is he, what, is, what is he? He calls you know? everyone mate. What the fuck? Yeah. He? And he calls us cunts. Yeah. So. But that's a nice thing. That, but that's <laughs> nice. Like, Australians are fucking weird. <laughs> They're fucking. Weird. You know, it's funny. I actually just heard somebody else break. You know, the way that you had originally broken that down for us when you mm. were first on the show. Yeah, the whole like cunt mate thing. I yeah. just heard somebody else explain that exact same thing, pretty much the exact same way that you had explained yeah. it, and I was like, huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Checks out. I, 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 already, I already knew that. I already learned. <laughs> yeah, that. like what's, what's up, my cunts. <laughs> And the, it was the first person since you found out about it who were like, oh, yeah, I get that. Everyone yeah. else has been incredibly offended by it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, so where can people find you? Oh, by the way, we are part of the BFOP network. Uh, go check out the other shows. Great shows. 
but definitely sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to sign up for one Patreon, um, sign up for ours. But yeah, listen to the other Sign shows. up for their Patreon too, honestly. <laughs> Great content. They got lots of content on there. But um, yes, we are part of the BFOP family and we support them. Um, we don't choose our family, but... <laughs> family chooses family us. Family chooses us. <laughs> so we're with you all the way. Um, Nick, where can we find you? I don't know if you've already said this because we're kind of recording this back to back, but we can find you on Instagram. That's true at Nick's Flicks Fix, and that's reviews, interviews, my podcast, uh, which spoke about and hot, chugging hot sauce. I, I hear you. You just started up an OnlyFans too. That's that's very true. It's literally exactly what I do with the reviews. I'm just butt naked doing it, um, and it's Nick's Dick's Flicks. Nick's Dick's right. Flicks. I've had no subscribers. It's actually been up for about eight months. Zero subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I made no uh-huh. money. Well, it'll, it'll, don't worry. It'll come. It'll don't come. worry. It'll so happen. So if the BFOP network are really into <laughs> not really in shape Australian guys, really pasty white. I'm not the sort of tanned Australian people would assume are out here. I'm yeah. pasty white. Uh, if you're into that for movie reviews, then sign up for my OnlyFans. It's a dollar. So I don't know why no one's signed up yet. <laughs> Hell I'm, yeah. I'm sure that success is just around the corner. Oh, <laughs> 100%. But Nick, you yeah. have brought us not another Expendables movie. I know. Yeah, we're taking a breather. We're taking a break from Expendables. Although I do feel like we need to get back to it. Oh, yes. Definitely. At some point. Here. But with the fourth one coming out, I think that'll be... We'll celebrate. Oh, yeah. We'll celebrate the fourth one. We, we, you know what? We will celebrate we'll the fourth celebrate one. celebrate together. All right? We're it, perverse in that way. 100%. <laughs> you brought us 2014 The Raid 2, which, I mean, we got 180-something movies on our list, and we haven't done Raid 2. I haven't even seen this movie before. This was your first time? This is my first time. Wow. Uh, like a virgin. <laughs> so, Dustin, why don't you read us the synopsis? All right. After fighting his way through an apartment building populated by an army of dangerous criminals and escaping with his life, SWAT team member Rama goes undercover, joining a powerful Indonesian crime syndicate to protect his family and uncover corrupt members of his own force. And that is the synopsis for The Raid 2, um, which I forgot had the subtitle Berendal. The Raid 2 colon Berendal, which, uh, anyone do you want to tell what? me what Berendal is? I, I don't know. I don't know what Berendal is, but I know the story behind this. So, writer-director Gareth Evans wrote the script for what is now The Raid 2 before he made The Raid. but And it was just uh, exactly what the plot is. It's not necessarily set after The Raid, it's just a Indonesian like crime, set, crime story. story. Yeah. yeah, but he couldn't. he just couldn't get funding for it. And then when he made the raid and the success of the raid, he reworked this script, which was called Berendal, oh, into okay. the raid to Berendal. So it's sort of a that makes a lot yeah. of sense. But I, I don't know see that, that now. What What's the story with Gareth Evans? I, I can't remember what we talked about when we did the raid. Um, yeah. he's not Indonesian. So. No, he's Welsh. No. Yeah, oh, he's um, Welsh. Interestingly, I feel like I'm kind of surprised that the lack of. Uh, stuff that he's done since these raid movies like he did that apostle mm-hmm. horror movie on netflix and he had a segment on vhs2 has he been doing any tv work or something because like it seems like he's not too busy i don't think so no he it's just been 
I think the last thing he did was Apostle, as far as I know. But I and I would argue as well that he has the best segment in VHS two. Have you guys? Have you guys seen VHS? I saw VHS two when it came out, but I I couldn't his, tell you what. Uh... His segment was the found footage one of the person who goes to that like school cult. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, and it goes like real batshit crazy by the end of it. Um, no, and he did do TV. Um, he created uh, shit. Um, Gangs of London. Oh, okay, right, yeah, 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 yeah. He did that, and which I mean, in every fight scene of that episode, you're kind of like, oh, that's definitely Gareth Evans after watching the raid and and Marin too and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. I've got to, I've got to watch that still. I never got around to watching. To I meant to, but then it, I, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, it's definitely good. It's, definitely worth checking his out. His signature violence is throughout. Nice. Okay, I'm, I definitely got to do that. I forgot um, all about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, why hasn't he been doing... Yeah. Well, maybe he's just continuing to work on Gangs of London? Is it getting it, another It looks season? like it's still going on. Well, it, mm. it says 2020, and then it's got the dash, and, and nothing. <laughs> so, uh, and then ongoing. nothing. Yeah. Uh, but what what made you want to choose the raid too, Nick? Like, uh, well, why did that come to mind? I saw obviously I saw and have heard the episode where you guys did the raid, and I and I think the raid is easily one of the best action films of all time, just based on the fact that it's sort of brought that stuntmen doing the stunts on mm-hmm. camera, but also being the characters very much so to the forefront. It was before John Wick and 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 whatnot. So it, to me, I was just like, well it would make sense to do the raid too, but it's just one that I haven't seen since it came out. And I remember mm-hmm. the excitement I had for the raid two coming out. Me and my brother were huge fans of the raid and they released a deleted scene for the raid two before it came out. And we watched it and it's just, it's just a street, a street war. It's just like a two gangs going at it. And I remember the excitement level, me and my brother, were like day one went and saw the raid two in cinemas. So we're just, I'm a big fan of this movie and I hadn't seen it in years and I thought, what better people to talk about it with than the Action Action Boys? Because it is a not as action filled as the first movie, but it's still uh, pretty. No, good. there's still a lot. There's still um, a lot of action, though. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. So, do you think like so? The raid came out in 2011. Um, now, it kind of set up, and like I don't know what I'm sure there was another movie before this, but I feel like it kind of set up this kind of style of action movie, which is why we got kind of like John Wick, Mm -hmm. I feel. And I mean, The Night Comes for Us, which is is like, it's so good. It's so good. Um, It's so good. It's it's so good. good. (laughs) It's so good. And like, fuck anyone that says it's not good. Okay. Um, but yeah, it kind of set up this new style, which is, um, which was kind of it's very ref- kinetic, super yeah. visceral. Yeah. It's just so refreshing. And watching this movie and watching like the fight scenes, it's just like it. It kind of brought me back to the raid too. But the the violence is so. <laughs> it might so, be it's arguably more brutal in the, than the first movie. Oh, it's oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's more brutal for sure. Brutal as fuck. Um, yeah, because the uh, first well, the first films a lot of like a lot of the hand to hand combat was great, but it's it's ultimately like a shoot 'em up action film. Like there's a lot of still gunplay, there's still a lot. Whereas this, the variety of weapons we get to see in play really add <laughs> to an <laughs> aspect of brutality that yeah, it's definitely su- succeeds the first movie. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing that this movie 
is definitely better at is the the way that it's filmed right like mm. clearly they've got a bit more money after the success of the raid so the cinematography looks way better but also just like the camera work itself how the camera moves in yeah. this movie compared to the first one mm. it seems like it's leaps and bounds ahead of the first movie so it doesn't necessarily have the intensity level of the first movie because that one is such a simple premise and it's a tighter movie. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's not, I don't even think it's two hours long, right? The first nah, one. It's like Whereas just over is, 90 minutes. Yeah. Right. When this is like two and a half hours. Which is too long. It, 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 I agree. It's too long. Yeah. Um, but there's probably, honestly, there's probably just as much action and just as good of action. It's just that it's spaced out so much more yeah. over the course of this story, right? This far more expansive plot. Now, you mentioned the camera work, and honestly, this is one thing that kind of just drove me nuts a little bit. The shakiness of the camera was just yeah. a little too much for me. Okay. Um, in the action scenes. In the action yeah. scenes. Like, I felt like... They were doing it on purpose because it it's like a it's almost like a handheld like somebody's like yeah and you know you want an action scene you want it to move with but I just felt like it was a little too shaky and they didn't hold enough like honestly I watched this and I kind of had a thought of I really want like this style but like uh like a wide shot like a Jackie Chan movie has a wide shot. Yeah. Right. So I want the violence, I want the intensity, but I want like a wider you want shot. want the camera to just sit there. I want it to sit there and I want shit to go down. Yeah. Uh, I get that and I and most of the time I I would agree with that perspective. I think for me this one worked though because you get those just cool moments where it kind of adds to the feeling of the violence. Like when, for example, when they have that weird deal with those porn guys that they <laughs> go to, yeah, um, they go to shake them down for more money. Um, and there's that scene with the chick with the dildo. She's about to peg that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then Rama starts chasing that guy in the weird porn deal gone wrong. Mm, and, yeah. And I like, I don't know, I like some of that camera work. Like he throws the guy through the window and it kind of like, you know, goes upside down. And Yeah, I, no, I like that. I like that aspect of it for sure. I just don't like... You want just more steady during the fighting. Well, the scenes where the camera is supposed to be just sitting there. Mm -hmm. basically like it's not moving with the motion it's just kind of there it's sh kind of shaking right and i think that's what okay my problem is i don't honestly i don't think i even noticed that listen <laughs> i think it like I, i'm not <laughs> it's into the i'm not a filmmaker <laughs> I, what? i'm yes, un i'm uneducated <laughs> and uh no I, you like what you like and you don't like what you don't like i mean that's fair enough whatever <laughs> <laughs> I like some aspects of like what you said, like it kind of flips upside down and all that stuff. Like I like just that. just a little more creative with the fluidity yeah, of yeah. things. Yeah, and I totally got that feeling. Like they're trying to do some different things with uh, the camera. So it definitely feels yeah. like experimental at times. Even for Gareth Evans, he seems to be like this could look cool and I, I feel like 90% of the time it works really well but I know what you like the shaky cam doesn't bother me as much but there's definitely some shots in there where I'm like you we could have captured this action like a little bit less frantic but I mean at the same time it's a high intensity movie oh totally like the action sequences are phenomenal yeah so. there, you can't there's no shit talking the action I don't know yeah, exactly. no, no. 
what do you guys think of this plot though? Like this is a much more involved plot than the first Hmm. movie, which was such a simple premise. I don't really like the plot to be honest with you. Like I, I kind of felt like at times it was just kind of like, uh, it's a loose plot to get these action sequences in, but it didn't really like, they could have basically done anything and just had him fight. <laughs> right. Like, I watched it for the fighting because that's like mm-hmm. the action sequences. The plot, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so it's going to be like this old story, basically. Mm. The deep undercover kind of yeah. angle that we, we've seen this before. It's, it's which is kind of yeah. funny because, like, yeah, he's deep undercover, but it's like not once am I like. Oh yeah, he's deep undercover and he can't <laughs> he can't do certain things. He's like, no, I'm gonna fuck people up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he doesn't He's he's not doing anymore. a good job at being under undercover because he is at the front and center of every massive violent moment where you would expect in a real world scenario that sort of shit would be very like make news and stuff. Like there has been a massacre of fourteen people and one man did it all. Like he's not really <laughs> yeah. super, super undercover. And and then the other aspect of it too is like we get two sort of scenes where the first one is he has to tell his wife that he's going undercover. And then 45-ish minutes later into the movie, they're like, oh, let's just remind you he's got a wife and kid and he has to like pull <laughs> yeah. the, the wife and the child and be like, Hey, I'm still undercover, which I'm pretty sure at that point we are the wife and child. Well, he You're was like, in, pri- he was in prison for like two years. Two years, right? two wasn't years. It? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, Oh, Hey, Oh yeah. By the way, I'm still alive. We're still married. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, he, don't run off. Just letting you oh, yeah. know we're still married, even though I'm in, in prison for two years. The fuck I mean, that's what it takes, right? It's uh, what it, it takes. If you want to go undercover, you got to go to jail for you two years. I know. That's why it. I find it, though, like <laughs> so hilarious because, like, a North American version of that is I'm going undercover. Oh, wait. Turns out the bad guys have my wife and kid now. Right. And that's now I normally, have to save yeah. them. That's right? the stakes, right? Yeah. No, this the, is they like they have I'm, the threat of that kind of looming, but it just never materializes. No, right? I'm going mm-hmm. undercover, and the guy says, "Like, don't do something that's going to be like too much, where you stay in there forever." So no, he just like <laughs> basically murders people in the yard, <laughs> and uh, and it's just like, hey, two two years later, <laughs> this guy is like the exact same as when he went in. Like prison, he's not like prison did not change him. <laughs> yeah, prison didn't change him at all. Yeah, but thank God, right? Because I mean, that's yeah. how we get those that's beautiful true. elbows to the true. face, those those forearms oh, yeah. and everything. I mean, the first sequence really, the first action set piece is him in the prison and all the guys rushing him in like the in the toilet stall. That's a cool um, scene. So that's a great scene. The, yeah, like filming really, in such a claustrophobic location and still managing to like have him fight like individual dudes but then he flips that one dude over the toilet over the stall the next one it's so good yeah yeah that's great and it gives evans an excuse to because you know this movie does fall prey to the classic like why is only one guy rushing him at a time kind of thing which this is a classic martial arts movie thing yeah but that one at least he has an excuse because like 
only one or two guys could get in there yeah, that's at, it. That, at, a, at a given time. They're so that's forming a nice pretty, pretty orderly cool. queue for the bathroom and they just happen to have to, <laughs> to beat Rama up to get there. And he so smashes that's, that's that dude's head into the toilet too. Like the first yeah. guy who comes in and is just face plant, like half his face caved in. On a toilet seat, <laughs> which is another one yeah, of the many is, weapons. <laughs> there's some awesome, just oh, yeah. fucking brutal shit in the fights for sure. Um, but then right at, and like not too long after that, we get that huge prison yard fight like you were bringing up there, James. And that I thought was really fun because like mm. obviously it's a big, much bigger scale than anything we saw happening at one time in the first raid movie. So if you're going to go big... Uh, I know I, this is a fun way to do it, right? Mm. Like you've got overhead shots, you got the camera kind of weaving through the yard to all the different yeah that shots yeah. that are going Fucking on. Cool, that was a great shot. Yeah, I did kind of find it hard once they're all covered in mud right. to know <laughs> who's who. who, is who. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine um, being in that situation though as well? It's like who, who yeah. am I fighting? Am I fighting the right guy? <laughs> yeah. We're all covered in mud. Who are you? <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, I did have to definitely like pay close attention to see who was who there you had that one guy that kind of he got past the shiv and so rama had an eye on him and you know he's slowly unscrewing the the broom handle yeah um uh so i i I was able to differentiate but i definitely had to be like very focused on what was (laughs) happening to be like okay that's this guy that's this guy i think that's another thing that gareth evans has done really well in this film is that pretty much every fight scene has a really incredibly tense build-up. Like, the, mm. there's no real moment that's just thrust into action. Like, the the prison yard scene is the slow motion of the guy with the shiv as Rama's doing the the um, the um broom handle, and then you get the in that porn studio fight, that whole conversation beforehand is pretty tense. You kind of know something's about to go down. I think he does the tension aspect really well in the film. Like, every time we were building up to something, I was getting, like giddy and excited and i was like i'm about to yeah, see some that's dudes true. get fucked up and that's i think that's <laughs> a big staple of action a, a good action film at least yeah yeah no that's a good point because he does do a really good build for each of those even even in later when rama's in the back of the car with those guys oh, and they're man. taking him out to the field and then like we see the guy approaching in the car behind but they're just like kind of sitting there and it's yeah. like damn so like he hits so the car good. and then it's uh, and then it's off right? i mean it's even good. when he was in the back of the taxi and then all of a sudden those cops show up show up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and then he has to like fight his way through <laughs> yeah. those cops um but yeah i think i think the plot stuff doesn't do a lot for me here and mm. it's so there's so much of it and then we go down mm. some weird sort of tangents too totally like we want to introduce other characters and have their story mean something but it feels kind of like forced in like late yeah. in the movie like um yayan ruhan i don't know if that's how you say that hopefully i'm not butchering that too bad he comes back he was in the first raid mm-hmm. as mad dog yeah uh he's playing a different character oh here. he's the guy with the long hair right long yeah. Hair, yeah and so super super hyped to see him and love his fight stuff that he does um i i love he, them that trying character. to like yeah no he's cool he's the characters are cool but but then trying to give him like this like let's try to like give them this emotional backstory yeah but we like but we don't know who this guy is before this it's just like oh yeah. let's just throw so, this in the middle of the movie and so this is what he needs to do 
he need that guy needs his own movie. Oh sure, I would on, definitely watch on how he like got to that point. What about, I would watch that. Not even a movie. Let's give him a seven episode HBO Max series where <laughs> oh, he gets yeah. the full treatment of yeah childhood, <laughs> adolescence. <laughs> what what fucked up thing happened to him to make him a killer? Like let's and let's just do that. And now we have the Raid Cinematic Universe, the RCU, which is what we all wanted. Uh, yeah, what totally. For. <laughs> but like I I I'm hooked on. That character just mm. from the small plot points that he's given yeah. that you know he has or had a wife and kid that all he cares about is supporting them he lives on the street he basically will do whatever and but he like is like a crazy assassin <laughs> so you yeah, know it's not it's not even that the story stuff is bad it's that it doesn't belong interjected at that point in the movie it just like fucks the pacing of the movie oh 100 percent. yeah it's like it's just such a weird structure to have it like that but i can almost see why he would do it because it's like oh okay i have this guy Mm. who's fucking awesome yeah and i want him in the movie oh yeah so how am i going to get him in the movie but you could do something similar to with him that they do with uh, are those other characters? Are they supposed to be brother and sister or boyfriend and girlfriend? The, um, oh yeah, I'm not the, clear on uh, the relationship there. The death. The, the, those other two killers. The one with the, 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 the hammer. She, has, she has the hammers. She's deaf, and then yeah, and then the, he has the baseball. I don't. Bat. I don't know. Um, I they're, feel they're I've, awesome. They're so good, and I don't. I but, don't know if they're related or not. But like, I know what you said. Like the mystery of their characters is kind of more intriguing than finding out. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to know them. their backstory. They're just cool. Yeah, and you could kind of have done the same thing. With this other guy, but you could like, make him like a trio of killers ultimately, like and just have them as this like faceless or like sorry like storyless. So almost like how we kind of get in the first Kill Bill movie, we find out about the the five assassins, right? And then obviously it's expanded on more in Kill Bill too. But like I like that element of that movie where I don't know a lot about these people, but I know they're killers and I know they're really good at what they do. I right, think they got their own style. They yeah, you know, they do, so that's enough to make me. Be like, yeah, this is cool. These, this is, I want to watch them and fuck I feel people like up with hammers. That could have worked, worked a lot better here because I agree. I think it fucks up the pacing a little bit. Yeah, I do like it in movies where they have usually the villain has like their gang and each mm. member has their own little thing. It, yeah. It's kind of like it, it's like Predator, right? They all have their own thing. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. They, Everybody's they, got their own yeah, their own appeal. category. So. I really like that, like, like the baseball bat and the yeah, baseball thing. Yeah, I know how he tells people to get the ball. Like, oh, throw pass me the, me the ball. me the ball yeah. back after he, like, hits it at them. I love it. So it's awesome. It's just, it's just, like, this weird idiosyncrasy thing where it's, like, I don't know why that's weird. I don't know why I, I like just, that, but it's, it's just weird, so I like it. It's, <laughs> you just don't expect it. And the scene where he, when he first hits the baseballs, he has them in his pocket, and I'm just, yeah. he points the bat throws it up and whacks the two dudes. And I was like, this is not what I was after watching people get, like I said, kicked, elbowed, stabbed, shot a baseball bat comes. Yeah. comes out and he hits him in the head with a baseball. And I feel like, cause we've all been, you know, if you've played any sort of sport and you've been hit by a ball or anything like, you know, it hurts. And it probably, unless it's coming at you with like the force of a thousand suns probably isn't going to kill you. But when it does kill someone, you go, that's so out there that it kind of works in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) I think the only thing I would add to that character is 
he should have been chewing bubble gum. Oh, and yeah. I, <laughs> he I, does a big bubble before he kills yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And I think at the one point where he goes and he hits that one guy down and he says, you know, pass me the ball back and he doesn't. He should have pulled out, you know, like the bag, the big league chew. <laughs> he should have pulled that out and then put it in his mouth, and then or so, or even some tobacco, chewing tobacco, something like that. Yeah, He's I think it's spin, I think yeah. it's funnier and better if it's, <laughs> if it's gum, gum. Yeah, right. Just but, a bright pink bubble gum, like it needs uh, just totally. to suppose everything. Yeah. Because oh it's kind of like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I mean, it, like, yeah, it, it, it would be fun just to add that little bit of color. But they're both really fun. And like oh, the yeah. scene with her in the subway with the Holy hammers just shit. fucking those people up. Like, oh, man. With both ends, right? Not just like the fucking it's hammer, like, like the claw hammer. Like, you yeah. can do that with uh, two hammers? It's like, oh. fuck. <laughs> It's when she's basically like playing the drums on dude's chest and yeah. the, whatever, if, they, if it was CGI or if it was like blood squibs, I don't know, but the way the blood sort of comes off of them and it just, it's so cool. And that whole scene like in the film, which is cutting back and forth between ultimately three action scenes is mm-hmm. possibly like one of the best, most well edited as- like parts of the movie because you're, you're keeping up to date with all three of these, like this gang war that's now starting, even though it's like, an hour and 40 into the movie, like the gang was kind of just <laughs> starting now, yeah, yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's so well paced and edited that you don't feel, I, well, I didn't feel lost in those three moments at all, which I, and no, that stuff cool was action. really well done. And that's the third guy's, um, Sesip Arif Rahman, mm. um, that the smaller guy with the two blades, uh, so he good. gets some awesome moments too. Yeah. I mean, when they, when it yeah. comes to the fight between him and Rama, Holy fuck, that is a brutal fight, an that extended is. fight that just keeps... You keep thinking it's, it's going to end, but it just keeps going. They on. just keep fucking slicing each other into it. ribbons. Uh, so good. Uh, just fucking brutal. Like, I can't... You know, it's hard to describe some of this stuff. Like, you got to... If you haven't seen these movies, you got to watch them. Oh, because exactly. You can't get across just, like, the intensity of these fights the move the amount of moves and you know what i was thinking during that fight too with rama and him was like just think of how fucking exhausted you would be right like never mind all the fucking brutal hits you've taken the fucking head shots the you know the bones getting cracked and all this shit just think of all the kicks and punches you've thrown yeah and yeah. you're still going still like going. just be i would be dead way 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 yeah. before i'm i'm uh, i'm succumbing to it i'm surrendering i'm i'm, I'm getting yeah. down like hey guys just lay in there like i'm a ready to, i'm ready to go baseball bat me up i'm i'm not i'm, I'm not in shape to fight <laughs> the the crazy thing too is like gareth evans didn't just direct and write he also edited the movie Oh, okay. true. I didn't know that. Okay. Right. So that, like, how is this guy not? I know it's just surprising more. to me that he's not making more movies and stuff. I, I mean, I, I also like. I guess he said that he doesn't want to do a raid three, but that's just such a bummer to me because, yeah, despite despite the flaws in the second movie, like I do think it's too long. I do think the story is super cliched and not Ooh. terribly compelling. The action is so fucking awesome. It's I would watch so ten good. more of these. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know, but like you don't have to do the raid three. Just do an a, just do another thing. Do a, a fresh thing. Sure. Movie. Sure. Anything. I just want to see him do something in the same milieu. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now going back to the the baseball guy, I 
I love at the end when he dies that the bat is stuck in his, his face. face. <laughs> so yeah. good, hey. It's and so then like good. he has it's it's so jammed in and then his body falls and then it's held yeah. up by the the baseball bat at the end. Exactly. <laughs> love it. So fucking just brutal. love it. So brutal. Yeah, There's, just moment to moment. Well, that's it. It's it's I mean, but even moment to moment we talked about the pacing I guess already is that every time there was a story focused scene it just had me itching for more action and i don't know whether that's <laughs> a good thing or a bad thing like because it's i i know we've already said the story is cliche and it is it's it's the most typical undercover crime thriller story it's the undercover thing but then you've also got like the like, the boss the son yeah. of the boss and he yeah. wants his time in the sun and he's gonna betray his father like we've seen all of yeah. this shit done to death yeah right? there's no there's no twists and turns there's they don't he doesn't try and like reinvent the genre so the fact that i'm like sitting there and the fact that it's two and a half hours long and i'm sitting there going like yeah but when's when's the next fucking fight gonna <laughs> happen i kind of yeah. like for me that's a bit of a negative and if he doesn't want to make a raid three I kind of, I kind of get that because I'd be interested to see how much of the original Berendahl script was as close as it was to the Raid Two because if that was his first feature film, we may not have got the Raid and we may not have got those sorts of things. So maybe his strengths are in. And I haven't, I haven't seen Apostle, um, so I don't really know. I watched Apostle. It, it definitely had some really cool shit about it going on. Yeah, and it's it, very different, um, isn't it? It's a oh yes, it's religious not, it's horror, not remotely an action. Yeah, it's like a cult, yeah, religious uh, horror. But movie. like that being said, like so maybe he just directs, like maybe just get like a really good yeah. Script, someone else got to write the script, maybe. and then <laughs> just give him some money and let him direct. Like he obviously can direct a good action movie so Clearly. and edit yeah, yeah that's, absolutely that's yeah. impressive too that he did that, the editing it it kind of like i can't get over though the fact that so he's welsh and he is an <laughs> indonesian movie it's like interesting that he write wrote and directs a movie that is like from the other end of the world basically yeah well and his first film was well sorry his first first ever film was welsh like but that was like a not well received but when he did marintel i don't know how to pronounce it but that was another you know, eastern asian cinema so he's obviously heavily influenced by it right like it seems to be but I, i'm assuming i'm trying to like find it here i mean maybe he speaks fluent i don't know like i don't know i mean maybe he just writes them in english and gets them yeah, I don't know what the connection is there, how he got started sort of find, yeah. making these Indonesian movies. Maybe he spent some time living in Indonesia. I have no idea. But uh, it, it's a marriage that has worked out very oh, well. Oh, totally it has movies. worked out. Like, oh, but oh, it's yeah. just like I know like some of the canon movies or even some of these Italian movies that I've watched or we've talked about, it's like you get this weird mix of a crew that... Um, no like people like they don't speak the same language but somehow how the fuck they do it <laughs> they insane, yeah. they direct them and they you get like an awesome gritty movie like yeah. it's just the I language, mean, I can't the language even, of cinema that we all share i mean i can't even <laughs> i can't even like speak well on a good day so <laughs> do you know what a, uh, great, let alone, a great profession for that is podcasting 
podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of looking him up here, and there's no real, no one really knows. He just it says he became fascinated with a Indian martial art called Pencak Salat. And yeah, he just, I think he that's just, all the um, the elbows and knees and yeah. all that stuff that we see. And he just discovered think- Eco UIs was doing it when he was working as a delivery man for a phone company, and then made Marintau. Like it just, he was just like, oh, we're just gonna like, make this. That's movie crazy. In I, I'm gonna have to like watch some interviews with now, him. Yeah. Have you have you seen Marintau, Nick? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, I haven't either. And I'm curious now. I'm gonna have to. I think gonna I'm gonna go, go and back watch and it, yeah. watch that. Yeah. Um, and it was a few years before. The, yeah, I think it was 2008 raid. or 2009. I just read so a couple yeah. like not too long before the raid, though. To be honest, yeah, only in a that sense, years, yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, uh, the coolest scene for me though is the car chase. Like yeah. that car chase is fucking awesome, and have, I don't know if you've seen the behind the scenes of how they filmed the car chase, but it's got this real sort of you know how like they made cra- uh, crank and like crank high voltage. These really sort of like dudes on these weird sort of structural things on wheels. I don't know what the, like cars, I guess, but like these just sort of really, I don't know, gorilla style of filmmaking where cameras are getting like handed to other cameramen in the middle of takes and stuff. Like, especially that shot that goes through the yeah, car window. Tr- oh, through the car. And then the, you've got the one from over top. Over the top. When he's, oh, it's yeah. so well done. And, and it's just one of those things where, you've seen so many Hollywood car chases, right? And they're all the same. It's a car that's weaving in and out of traffic. That's going like 10 miles an hour and (laughs) it looks cool on camera, but you know, it's not really that exciting, but this one has cars crashing into cars and street signs and, and uh, cement buildings take out that like that toll booth or whatever. That was so good when it went through the car. But then not only is that happening, there is combat happening within the cars and then yeah. there is Rama going from car to car. Like it is just the epitome of like everything cool in the movie in one condensed car chase scene. And on yeah, a technical level, that's awesome. Mental. And again, the tight confines of a fight <sighs> scene, right? The backseat so, of the yeah. car. And it looks great. Um, yeah, that's something he really exceeds at. I think Evans is doing that stuff, even in the first one with certain hallway fights and stuff. But here yeah. it's even more so with like the toilet stall in the, in the yeah. back of the car where it's just like there's nowhere to go. And yet somehow you've got to deliver these <laughs> yeah. like killer blows and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just really fun stuff to watch them get creative and how, yeah. how are they going to fight? How are they going to like you're saying, how are they going to film it? The technique of actually doing that is gotta be nuts i would be interested to watch that uh, it's, a, it's so making cool it's like stuff. a six minute video i remember watching as it came out and i was like it's just and then that was this this was at a time where i was like i i want to be a filmmaker so i'm watching it going like man i can do this just chucking some rollerblades and get an expensive camera yeah. and <laughs> follow people around and i just read it yeah. only, it was made for four and a half million dollars like that's yeah, I fucking mean, mental you it's just proof that you don't need yeah. A fucking huge shitload of money to make no. an entertaining movie. Now, would I like to see a cut where they take out most of the plot? <laughs> the action case, super cuts. Yes. <laughs> and it's probably still an um, hour and a half long, to be honest. Yeah, it's still yeah, yeah. full feature. So, so we're wondering what he's up to, and ugh, let me tell you what he's been up to. All right, give me okay. the rundown here. <clears throat> we have a movie that comes out this year on Netflix called Havoc. Okay. 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 And it's this 
The story is set after a drug deal gone wrong when a bruised detective must fight his way through a criminal underworld to rescue a politician's estranged son while unraveling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy ensnares his entire city. I'm in. Yeah, you want to know uh, who's... See, I'm looking at the cast. <laughs> this is at, crazy. Look at this cast. Timothy Oliphant, uh, Tom Hardy, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah. Louise like, Guzman. Um, <laughs> Louise, just, I've been wondering where he is. <laughs> he's been doing havoc with Gareth. Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, that sounds great. I'd, oh, fuck. I'm ve- that sounds fucking great. But doesn't that sound like everything that happened in the raid too? <laughs> sure, I don't give a shit. As long as it, yeah, I don't care. As long as it uh, delivers what I want, literally, you know? literally to the point. Yeah, hook of, it up to my still, veins. It's like it's almost like it's a reverse raid two because in the raid two he beats up a government official's son, I believe, or something right, like. Yeah, yeah. But now he's trying to rescue a political, a strange politician's <laughs> son while he's undercover in a deep web of crime. It's kind of <laughs> he's like, how can I how can I really flip this on its <laughs> ear here? But I mean whatever, yeah. man. Like I up. sign me up. Yeah. I am yeah. ready for that. I mean if I and the idea I mean I don't know if it'll be martial arts exactly, but the idea of seeing Gareth Evans shoot some visceral fight sequences with Tom Hardy. I mean yeah. that that sounds great. Like nah, um man. It doesn't I mean, even have to be martial arts. You can still be, it could still be just fucked up, brutal fighting. And you know, awesome. I think it might also be like, where is like, where has he been? Why isn't he doing stuff? I, it might be some like weird thing with Hollywood because it's not like the raid and the raid two or they're not Hollywood movies. Yeah. They're, they're Indonesian movies. So, well, but you've got a remake of the raid coming down the pike oh, pretty yeah. soon. With um, Patrick, why? Patrick Hughes, like, just... director of Expendables Three. Uh, so oh, there's our oh. Expendables. Connection. Oh, there's our tie. There's there there we go. go. Uh, but also the director of The Hitman's Bodyguard and The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So I'm not going to oh, say I'm Christ incredibly almighty. excited for this raid remake. No, 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 no. At all. I forgot. I, I you know, I forgot that who was directing it, and now you've just depressed me <laughs> I'm thoroughly. So oh, man. <laughs> I've ruined the start of your weekend. Sorry. Because there was that. There was that. We talked. We talked about it. I think a little while ago, where it was maybe going to be Joe Carnahan and Frank That's Grillo. Right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. that sounds a lot better than the good. fucking hitman's bodyguard wife or whatever. Fuck <laughs> hitman's bodyguard wife. <laughs> where where like because they've already confirmed there's a third movie in that series. What do you make the title? Like how many more words can you add into that fucking title? That's not like the hitman's wife. The bodyguard. butler. The bu- <laughs> Lee yeah. Daniels, the hitman's butler's wife's bodyguard. <laughs> this is the movie I, mean, I want to see. What like so. They must have made like a lot of money. I, I'm guessing, like that's why they're making I'm guessing. these movies. I don't think they were made for much money either. To be honest, I but. I don't understand because I watched the first one, yeah, yeah and it too. is shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. surprise, they made a second one, and I'm not watching it. It's yeah, worse. I haven't watched it, and I have no intention yeah, of watching worse. it. So, um, sign me up for the third. <laughs> <laughs> I like, give me the movie I didn't know I wanted. You're going to be so confused when you watch the third one and you hadn't seen the second part, James. Oh, yeah. Well, that sums up my movie viewing career. Uh, why would you give that guy the fucking raid? The raid. Oh, my God. All right. It's just... Ugh. Yeah. And that's the thing. But, but how, do you, how do you top 
the raid and the raid two. Like, how do you top these action scenes? Like no, John John you, Wick you is can't. is coming close, but I would even say still, I would I I think I appreciate the action scenes in the raid more than I do the John Wick movies, and I love mm-hmm. the John Wick movies. Like, I think yeah. they're incredible. Yeah. But they, you can tell the inspiration obviously came from the raid, and it's hard not to be like the source material, I guess, for lack of a better word, is pretty fucking great. How do you replicate that in a in a remake and a reimagining? Like it's it's concerning. Well, I, I, it must be a thing of like, I mean, they're not even going to try. I mean, they're, nah, it's going to be no, no. it's going to be very American. Yeah, style, like let's take this dull. this Indonesian film. And let's make it American, I guess. Like that's so. Like you don't see. So I don't people... even know what, what. Like why? Why even make the product? Like okay, I guess they're like okay. The premise. We, we we like the premise of the guy going up floors and having to fight his way through the thing. Yeah, but that's like yeah. dread. But dread came out the same yeah. fucking year as the as the slow-mo, raid. So like, man. it's not like you that's need to you. remake the raid. You could just. I mean, why yeah. remake it? Because if you're remaking it, that suggests that, oh, yeah, we'll get we'll get some of the audience of the original movie to come watch it. But they're not going to watch it if it's directed by the hitman. Honestly, I think, it's, uh, Keys, yeah. I, I think it's like some producers like, oh, yeah, like The Raid is an awesome movie, but North Americans want to see white people do it probably (laughs) right yeah right like they want north american heroes to do this (laughs) stuff yeah like you know Mm. i'm i'm honestly surprised they haven't tried to remake die hard oh they will eventually i know they will which is like why even attempt it i know right that's what are you going to how are you going to make Die Hard more interesting and not every action but, movie? But they don't care about it. that. They, no, they, don't. they just right. care if they can sell tickets, which they will. Well, yeah, right? you're definitely going to go to it. Oh, I'm going to have to. Yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> yeah? See? Um, oh, I want to talk they a little bit shit. <laughs> about the other the other bummer about this whole thing, which is Eco Oase, who is so fucking awesome, yeah. so great in these movies, and the night comes for us. But then, you know, again, it's one of those things where... An Asian star tries to cross over t- to a Western audience from these American movies, and just they don't know how to use the guy. Yeah, they yeah. waste them. Like you watch Mile Twenty Two or fucking Stuber oh, or like I fucking forgot about Mile Twenty Two, Snake Eyes, and like oh, it's just man. Yeah, why don't you use this guy like to the full extent of his capabilities? I mean, the only guy I can think of really that crossed over successfully is Jackie Chan. Mm. Like even Jet Li. I mean, I guess Jet Li had some hits in America, but like they weren't good like, compared to his his Hong Kong movies. And so, Jackie, like, Jackie Chan, I feel like crossed over so, so successfully because of the comedy aspect, though, as well. Absolutely, he was making these really funny, yeah. entertaining films that happened to showcase his ability action wise. Yeah. Whereas Jet Li's American movies, audiences were attracted to the Charlie Chaplin aspect, not the exactly. martial arts aspect. Exactly, yeah, because they were, and I feel like I, I still feel like martial arts, even though we probably feel like it's utilized so much in films. Every time someone sees martial arts in just say a traditional Western action film, it's always talked about as like we need more of this. We need this is so new and exciting. It's like well, no, it's been around. For so long, it's been such a staple of many, many great action films that people just haven't seen. So I just don't know where the the disconnect has, has sort of come from in the sense that, you know, this is a superior I mean, form of action in some ways. I guess, you know, the John Wick movies give you some hope that 
yeah there's finally getting that to some degree but even even we can rewind all the way back to Keanu in the first Matrix movie where they were doing the the kung fu and the wire fu stuff that had been so amazingly utilized already that was in a computer simulation so us dumb white people could understand (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I I honestly I honestly think it is like a subliminal racist Mm. thing like I, he might be. Might I be. do. I mean, John's not here, so I got to say it. <laughs> you got to be. Somebody's got to bring it up. <laughs> we're obligated. Yeah, we're obligated <laughs> to say it. Uh, I just think what North American moviegoers want to see is they want to see guys like The Rock doing mm. this kind of shit. Yeah, big. It, it's like the Vince McMahon WWF approach where he's like, he just wants the big muscular guys. Yeah. He doesn't want the guys that are really exciting flying yeah. around the ring, doing flips and all kinds of crazy maneuvers, exciting shit. You just wants to see a big guy smash something. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's and it has to be like a super attractive, muscular, just charismatic guy. Cause I mean, if you think about it, we kind of got the rock doing this sort of thing or the more the right one in skyscraper where he fought his way through a building. I never did watch that one. I never that watched one. that one. <laughs> Tell you what, you're not missing out. Actually, I, I would I would be lying if I say I watched it because I remember falling asleep in it uh, in the cinema. But it's, <laughs> that's the thing. They, they try these things and whether or not Skyscraper's directly influenced by the raid, and like I guess story-wise, they, it's obvious they try and do these things and then it doesn't go over well with audiences. So they go, all right, well, we this doesn't work, obviously. It's like, no, it doesn't work because you're not, Treating it with the you're respect, not, you're, not it committed, you're not committed, committed to, to it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, getting back to the raid two, yes. <laughs> like story, story wise, I feel like it's kind of obviously it's not much. We're not talking about it that much because really we're here There's for not much to highlight. Yeah, we're here stuff. for the violence. We're yeah. here for the fights. <laughs> so, I guess what would be your top fight sequence? Well, Nick was saying the the car chase. For I him love the, like car the car chase. The, the peak. This is hard to choose one. I think it's hard to choose I, one. I might yeah. go with his fight against uh, the the small guy with the blades. And that's such an intense fight to so me. So good. It goes for such a good long time. But that whole part builds right because that almost goes from the car chase yeah. to him having the fight in the garage yeah. to him fighting the brother sister whatever they are to him having the fight with the blade guy and then the <laughs> yeah. finale of the movie. Yeah. Um, that all hits like so well, like successively. And the reason, like, I like that end sequence because that almost felt like um, homage to the the original, the raid. Mm. Like, because he's going through these levels, going through yeah. the rooms, yeah, the yeah. going areas, through the yeah. rooms, and you get into a new room, and it's a new guy, new people to take it, on. It's mm. like a video game, but like every room is the final guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, this is an end boss, and this is an end yeah. boss. Yeah, <laughs> um, it does make his very final confrontation with the son uh, kind of a little anticlimactic after yeah. all the shit that just came. Yeah, but that's a it. classic trope, though. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. The trope is it's the number two guy is the. That's true. He's not uh, Arafin Putra is the actor, but yeah, he he's not like the very combat ready yeah. guy. He's the mm. smarmy you know spoiled son guy yeah um 
I mean, so it I, is cool. I feel like at that point, you're just waiting for the satisfaction of watching him get killed. You've you yeah. kind of already exhausted from the four fights that have happened before. You kind of get to the point, it's like, all right, let's just kill this prick. Like, he's a fucking... Yeah, wrap it up. Let's kill him, yeah. <laughs> uh, James, did you have a sequence that was, like, your number one? You know? I mean, really, I, I think once... See, it's not, like, one particular sequence because I feel like it's once the... Um, the gang war begins and the okay is given and then yeah all those fight yeah. sequences kind of build from there it's like this from the starting point of that is like non-stop just yeah fun mm-hmm. like, yeah it's true like really just have the whole movie be that you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like Easily. I mean, but also I want to just do a shout out to the to Yaya and Ruha and that fight sequence where they come to assassinate him at that bar, that club, or whatever. Oh, that and that's just a cool. that's a brutal that's fight a, too, just, where he's yeah. he's just taking hits and oh, like yeah. still killing guys, but he's mm. you know obviously he's getting slowed down, he's getting slashed. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it, it, you could pick any fucking action sequence, <laughs> yeah. any set piece in the movie, and it is worthy of like all-time greatness yeah there's definitely not an action sequence where i'm like oh they kind of pulled their punches or they're like oh yeah you know they're that one wasn't that great or wasn't shot great or anything like that like pretty much every sequence could be the best sequence in another movie yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah and i think the variety of the action sequences like we already kind of touched on the variety of the weapons because we've got like the baseball bat the hammers uh, we've got even like the, uh, the guy broomstick, the, the, pick, broomsticks, yeah. the pickaxe, which isn't really used in a fight, it's just more used to just right. kill a dude in the, the head. The, the knives, the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's got those, the guy has the curved blades. I think there's, there's like all kinds of different variety in this movie that each scene feels exciting and fresh. Uh, it doesn't, it, but it's all still using that same martial art though. At, at the end of the day, it's just what spin can we put on it now? And I think that adds a bit of freshness and variety to the film. Or to the action scenes, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure, totally. Because you never, I never feel bored during this stuff. It's always like, what are they gonna fucking pull out next? Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they I wow think, you every time. Yeah, and I think you're like the times where I'm bored is when they try to tell the story. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, sadly, like I'm just a fucking dumbass North American. <laughs> like, show me violence, <laughs> smash. No, it, you know, I, it's it's true, but I'm I feel the same way because it's just the story just isn't very compelling. It's not. No. It's nothing unique. No. There's nothing about it that really pulls you in. So then you are just waiting for those next elated yeah. like highs of these fights. I did like there was like towards the end there was a couple instances where he um, he dug a knife into a guy's forearm right. and ripped it yes. down. And I'm like, yes, just like the knight comes for us because they do it all the time. They do it in the first raid too a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cut, the cut in, like the stab in the stab and then pull. In and pull like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to ruin all it. those tendons, right? Like, <laughs> it's so good. Like I feel it in my forearm <laughs> when yeah. I watch. There's another one it's that just, I, there's another one that I felt and it was when, I'm trying to remember, it's during the, the three action scenes together and he gets like a guy in an arm lock and he sort of like doesn't push his shoulder out, but he like pushes his bicep or whatever that arm bone is where your bicep is 
and he pushes that and snaps that bone. So it's not like the elbow dislocates or the shoulder dislocates. He's like snapped his arm yeah. and you just see snapped the bicep. Just go, and I was just like, fuck <laughs> me. That's not an easy bone to just snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutal. There's some, there's some throat like crunchers too. Oh, where it's yeah. like, like the throat itself has been like, you hear the bones break. He does like that the, in the I bathroom, the that, toilet scene. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Wax the dude. Yeah. Far out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good shit. And I, I love I think, it. <laughs> I think John. Well, see, that's the thing. So the John Wick movies have been exce- successful, enormously successful, and they are bringing in this style of stuff into a way that's palatable, clearly yeah. for American audiences. Yeah. So it can be done. I mean, even John Wick Three has Yaya Ruhan and um, the other um, guy, the, the, the Blade yeah, guy. Yeah. They they're the two guys that he fights near the end of the movie. And I, I remember um, being when seeing that in the cinema, I was like. Fuck, this yeah. is going to be a good scene. That's, it's like the throwback to the audiences who enjoy the raid and who enjoy this these guys and their martial arts career. It's, it's a fun sort of on-the-nose moment. But I like I hate... Well, I don't hate, but like it sucks that they're just getting reduced to the these sort of bit roles right. at the end where you're like, I would love to see where these guys are this maybe the sidekick to you know the, the hero or character or whatever. If you're going to make it palatable so people are like... Hey, I'll, I want my heroes to be white people. Like, at least give them a <laughs> chunkier role within this film, and then they can lead the action scenes or some shit. I don't know. I'm not a producer. I'm, this is why probably I don't make lots of money. But no, I would yeah. love to see more of these guys. Yeah. And like, but I mean, I would just love to see more movies like this because we've yeah. got the two raid movies. We've got Night Comes for Us. I know that the guy who directed that also did that Headshot movie, which I still haven't gotten around to seeing. I've got to check that out. Yeah. Um, but this, I want this give give me 50 more fees pumping it into my bloodstream and like here's the thing it's not like it's it's the 90s or the early 2000s where you're like lucky to get like a bootleg version of Mm. something like this that like you show your friends or something like this like the night comes for us is on netflix yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's like accessible it's right as anything. It's fucking there. And if, yeah. like, you have Let's haven't, make more, please. If, and, if, and if you're an action fan, and especially, like, good fight sequences, and you haven't seen it, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, stop watching. Put your rock movie down. Put, yeah. Put, put, put Hobbs and Shaw. Put that down. Put your Jumanji <laughs> 4 down. And I fucking, need everyone needs to go on Netflix and watch The Night Comes for Us so that they fund more of these fucking movies. Fuck yeah. Just don't tell people it's subtitled and they'll watch it. <laughs> Just yeah. don't tell people. That's messy. Or, like, if you really... Hell, let, that, hell, let them watch the dubbed version. I was like, if you're that pedantic, just watch the... Because you're watching it for the action. If you like the yeah, way to, you're watching it for the action. You don't yeah, really need exactly. Well, should we get to the ratings? I, I don't know if you got any more to talk about yeah, here. Yeah, did we miss anything that we missed that we, we should do? Uh, so. I don't pretty, think so. pretty happy with this. Yeah, one. I think we covered it all. Uh, let's get Nick's numbers so we can put him into the, oh, our, yeah. little, our little ma- ma- machine here. Yeah, we'll put it into our into the super machine. Computer. The super machine. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a name for... It, that would be cool if you had like this sort of... Super Action Tron 3000 sort of shit going on, but not that shit of a name. That's actually let's <laughs> yeah, scrap that's that idea. It. That's, that's what right. we're going with. <laughs> that's the name. Action Tron 3000. It, it's trademark now. <laughs> shit, um, can't fucking steal it. We'll add these into the Super Action Tron. So oh, for... Okay, I'm just I'm just pulling it up. Oh, right yeah, now, so. <laughs> Hell, we're gonna have to get like a drop where it's like a little computer thing going. Bleep, 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 bleep. That would be recalculating. <laughs> Like Paulie yeah, from fucking yeah, Rocky Four. Oh, not Paulie, though. What's the robot that they give Paulie in Rocky Four? 
Yeah, I, I still haven't watched that. I heard that was like a deleted scene that they put in on the new Blu-ray, right? <laughs> I think so, but it's fucking great. <laughs> Happy birthday, Paul Lee. It was the 80s. Everybody had fucking robots, man. (laughs) Nintendo had a robot. Oh, fuck. You could buy a little robot with your Nintendo. That's fucking great. (laughs) Did you have one of those? I did not have one of those. It it seems like something you would have. It was like a a lot of extra money, I think, to get the the robot. All right, Nick, why don't you read off your... Ratings. My ratings. So for plot, I've gone seven. Or, no, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to say that again. Plot, I've gone six. Six, uh, okay. Action kills, nine. Pacing, six. Quotes and tropes, seven. And then for an overall, that's given me a 7.6. Uh, Well, what's your personal reaction? Oh, fucking go. Uh, let's go eight. I knew I was missing one. I was like, why is there only five here? Yep. Okay. So you got an overall score of 7.2. Oh, no. It came down. Shit. I think it's going to change the plot <laughs> to six after this conversation. <laughs> 7.2 is all right, though. That's a pass. All right. So 7.2. Okay. So uh, I'll just run through mine. Uh, plot, I gave a five. Uh, action kills, I gave 10. I feel like you kind of... It's hard to ask Can you for top anymore. It? Can you top uh, that action? I don't sure. know. Uh, pacing, five. Quotes and tropes, six. Overall personal reaction, um, seven. And then overall in the calculation, it's a 6.6. 6. Uh, ours are basically identical, James, except I think we swapped um, pacing quotes and, and pacing. But yeah, so... The plot, I yeah five, but a, but the action I gave a full ten because it's just incredible. And even though I think the story drags the movie down, I really, if you're an action movie fan and you haven't seen oh, yeah. this for some reason, you you have to watch it. Like the action alone is, it's mind blowing shit. It's worth watching all the boring shit for the exciting stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So mine is also a six point six then score. Dragged down in a few few areas there, but yeah. So that that gives it our overall score a six point eight, which means we got a five way tie here. So we got at number sixty, we got Django, then original Django, the original Django, yeah, five deadly venoms. Oh, interesting. Free school kung fu, free fire, and VFW. Oh yeah, VFW, that mm. sort of carpentry. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That kind of like few so, years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Nick, uh, since you're our guest, do you want to go first or last? Ooh, I'll go last because I've okay. only seen oh, one of shit. those four movies. <laughs> so I'll wait. I'll wait in here based on the arguments. I'll make it. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna guess decision. you've seen. I'm gonna guess you've seen Free Fire out of those. That movies. would be the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Man, this is this is a bit of a tough one because I think Django the original is really fucking cool. Yeah, really good. And Five Deadly Venoms is really fun too. That's yeah. a really cool movie. Free Fire is a fucking cool movie. That, these are all good. These are all good movies. <laughs> yeah, VFW is cool too. Really gory. Um, so these are all really fun. Shit. I mean, just on action basis alone, maybe I'll just throw it between them. Be just just in the middle of everything because. Django and Five Deadly Venoms are like classics to me, so I think I would have to put it after Five Deadly Venoms. Yeah, I mean, I would say Raid 2 is not as much of a classic as the first Raid, because when I think Raid, I think 
the original raid. Um, that's not to say that this isn't like an amazing movie mm. at all, but um, that is tough. Like, do we go? Uh, do I go with? I mean, classic if you're just, if you're just watching the action alone, this this you know this is a top ten action movie. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's the other aspects that a hundred percent. Damn, I would say I'm just gonna take the easy way out and agree with Dustin. <laughs> so it's gonna it, like for me, it would go ahead of Free Fire, and uh, yeah. Free Fire is a fun movie too. But my guess mm. is John would put it behind Free Fire. Yeah, I would because John so. loves Free Fire. But, anyways, Nick, uh, what do you think? I see. I feel like I'd be the same as John. I think I'd watch. I would prefer watching all of Free Fire over the Raid mm. Two. I feel like I'd I'd rather invest that you know like hour fifty into that than another two and a half hours in the Raid Two, where I would probably just like go on YouTube and be like. The raid to watch the fight scenes. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna watch. Just fast forward through to each fight. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, having not seen VFW, I'd probably put it ahead of that. Um, so just after Free Fire, but ahead. Of I mean, that's a pretty good argument, really. Mm. Free Fire, you could watch the whole thing. Yeah, the raid two. Instead yeah. of two and a half hours, it's two hours. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. James is into any time you can save him. Here. Any, any yeah, time yeah. If it's, if it's yeah. 90 minutes, like... I, I say bring back the 90-minute movie. I'm oh, so 100%. sick. percent Do you know... And I, so I was talking... I know this is a tangent, but I was talking to someone the other day. I said the worst length movie you can ever have is the two-hour, 10-minute movie. Because yeah. you know it's going to feel longer than two hours. Even like when you get to an hour 50, I'm starting to get a little suspicious. Two hours on the dot for some reason I can forgive. But then when you get two hours 10, I'm like, fuck. Because two and a half hours, like, I can be like, like who the fuck do you think you are? Two you hours and 10 These minutes. fucking mates all over the world making these two hour 10 movies. Two and a half hours, I can prepare myself. I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be here for an You hour. know going in, But yeah. 2.10, I'm like, fuck. But not, if I see 90 minutes, if I even see 85 minutes, I'm like, <laughs> I will. I, no matter the quality, I will fucking watch this movie right now. That's why I'm, I love Tubi, because I'm on Tubi, and I'm like 83 minutes. Yeah, do you guys oh, have Tubi over there? We do, we do. I don't oh, know if man. we have the eclectic catalog uh, that would be over, over your way, but... Yeah, we definitely have to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to just watch because that's what you're saying, James. It's like, oh, it's 80 minutes, and it's who cares if it's a piece of shit? Yeah, like, I'll it's watch 80 it. minutes. It's big deal. <laughs> exactly. Make uh, 90 more. Make more 90 minute movies. That's what. We're, or 100. percent I I am totally on board. <laughs> I should just yeah. become a producer. <laughs> and I've always thought if the things. movie's 90 minutes, wouldn't you have the chance to put it? in more cinemas for more sessions doesn't the fact that like your two and a half hour three hour movie you can't show it as many times hey me that was stallone's whole thought process behind editing the shit out of cobra is that he wanted to fit in as many showings per day as there we possible. go he's a man ahead of his time <laughs> so that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's the first time anyone's ever said that <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh all right, so I guess it's going to stay between Five Deadly Venoms and Free Fire. So a new number 62. Top 100 action films Top of all 100. time. Top 100. So, hey. 
Yeah, no, it was. I'm glad we finally got to do it because we did the first one. I mean, I think the first one was w- one of maybe even our first, very first episode that we released. I think it's like, yeah, our first episode. So it's, it was about fucking time we uh, yeah. we got around to this for sure. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Now let's just go watch the raid again, and uh, they fr- they <laughs> comes for us again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. one thing I think that f- somewhat comes close. I mean, it's not quite to the degree, but I think uh, the first Ong back has a bit of that same feeling. Yeah. Um, in terms of just like the brutal knees to the face and yeah. all that stuff. So now that's where the a, stunt guys are just getting fucked up. That's yeah. another actor that yeah just was kinda, du- was done dirty by North America. True, but he also kind of just like. I think he might have had some mental health issues because oh. I think it was like when they were shooting like Ong Bak 3, he like disappeared into the jungle for two weeks or something like oh. that. And everyone's like, where'd he go? It's, it's <laughs> crazy. Full, full Brando <laughs> haze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Nick, for coming on. Yeah, man. Um, my and, pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. I love yeah. coming on. Re- really appreciate it and uh why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and yeah one last time yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> my address where you can find me and come over my house at any point is <laughs> um no on instagram at nicks fix it's like the hub of everything i do with the reviews interviews podcast uh I, like we spoke about i drank hot sauce for my jackass review because why the fuck not um, Why not? And as I said, I had then I had to sit through a screening of Moonfall with an upset stomach that night. So uh, <laughs> made Moonfall even better. I exactly. I suffer for my art, and so if you could follow me on all social media platforms, that'd be <laughs> amazing. But no, thank yeah. you guys for having me on. I, I appreciate you having me on, and I, I very much love coming on and chatting with you guys. My like-minded cunts, as, as I like to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know, we probably we probably won't wait that long to have you back because we're going to have to do Expendables three before. Before four comes out, so well, when does four come out? I don't know. They're shooting They're it right filming now. Now, yeah, and oh, Eco okay. is in it. He is. They better. They better let him fucking let loose. Oh man, this better not be another PG thirteen Expendables, which obviously we'll talk about when we talk about the third. Yeah. But let, let <laughs> right. him loose. Let him fucking go. Well, I think we're gonna have to not wait a year. Like we're gonna have to have yeah, one no, no, this no. year. Um, we're trying up. to have a get uh, a guest on a month, so yeah, nice. Um, so we'll de- we'll definitely get you back on, but we don't have that many friends, so we'll we'll yeah. get you up soon. <laughs> Funny, neither do I. So just just call me up when you need me. That's why we talk into the empty void <laughs> because we have no friends. Somebody is listening to us, right? I'd love, to, I'd love to have another camera set up where I'm doing my reviews, and it's because it would just look crazy me talking to a light and a camera the whole time for about two hours at a time, and everyone's like, "This this man's not okay. <laughs> he's, he's not okay." Yeah. Before we wrap up, I want to do a quick shout out though, because we got a new Patreon subscriber. It's our boy Christian. Oh yeah, hopped oh. on at the top tier. What Christian, a, what a lovely chap! What a, uh, what a former great guest guy. on the show too. He brought us. He's the, actually coming on next month. He's coming back, and he brought us Ricochet last time, which was batshit insane and loved it. So, <laughs> yeah. thank you, Christian, for signing up, and uh, we'll see him soon as well. Nick, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, hey. If you want to get more content or just give us some money, follow us on uh, <laughs> Patreon. And, uh, you know, you can find us uh, at Action Action Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we're on Letterbox Action Action. Um, you can download us in any of your favorite podcatcher, whatever they call it. <laughs> um, 
we're not cool enough to be on TikTok. Um, so sorry. And uh, we'll see you next week. Guys.